Welcome to A Fresh Take, where we look at timely and timeless issues through the lens of biblical truth. I'm your host, Mark Pennell, joined each week by Pastor Paul Sartorelli of Trinity Church in Metro, Ohio. This is our chance to take a look at important biblical, cultural, and contemporary topics that resonate for all listeners. Thanks for joining us today. Hi there, I'm Mark Pennell, and I'm with some guy, and we're going to talk about uh, the Bible. <laughs> Just some guy got off the street. <laughs> yeah. What's the Bible say about this? <laughs> His name's Paul Sartorelli. He's the uh, executive pastor here. At, no, I'm not. What, what are you then? I'm the oh. lead pastor. Oh, that's right. In in layman terms, executive runs the place, and he's the guy that does the... But I'm, you do run the place. It is your... No, but I have somebody else who runs the details, and okay. uh, I'm Queen Elizabeth, and he's Tony Blair. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's I'm not, not true. I'm not, not going to touch that one. You know, before we started, you, you brought up something that um, I think I need to recap or r- remind our viewer slash listener about w- how this started. You and I were uh, taking Saturday morning walks, which I miss because the weather has been inclement and some other things, including your little battle with COVID. Love to take, take Saturday morning walks at what park? It's it's a wooded area, just huge, yes. many, many acres. It's North Chagrin Reservations? Yeah, reservation. Okay. It's in it's suburb of Cleveland. If you're listening from Seattle, you don't know where we're talking about, but it's a suburb of Cleveland. It's a beautiful, it really beautiful is. park. And I would pester Paul with various questions. And at one time we thought, you know, maybe we ought to just put these thoughts down. I, I must tell you, it's kind of interesting. I've been in radio, was in radio for 40 some years. And even now, when the microphone's on, I've got this persona that wants to take over that's not me, so to speak. So do, trying to do these kind of conversations is a little intimidating to me because there's this black thing in front of me picking up what I have to say. Mm-hmm. I, you aren't bothered. And here I've been the one that was doing it all those years on radio. And I should be less. But yeah. And yet, I mean, some of you are watching and most of you are listening, which, by the way, I've been listening to us lately mm-hmm. just to see how we're doing. We're doing OK. Mm-hmm. We are both communicators in a sense. Right. Yeah. That's our skill set. Yeah. That's our education. And so to be able to communicate significant things, I think, is something that's always been on our heart, which is why we did the word on the street radio program for so many years. Our desire is to communicate and to communicate not only some of the spiritual things, biblical things that we interact with, but even just to communicate the value of friendship, the value of interaction. So all those things. So I'm sorry, I interrupted. No, no, I think that's why we called it a fresh take. We're hoping our target audience, I hate that term, but the people we want to talk to the most are those of you who are searching, interested, maybe this thing called Christianity might be an answer, or those of you who are new to the faith and are having some questions. Yes. So Uh, can I just say one thing? Yeah. So we decided we would do a show, something that's so elementary to Christianity, to Judaism too, for that matter, and that's the Ten ten Commandments. The Tent Commandments. (laughs) You put your pegs like this, and you make sure you do it in the rain because... Thou shalt not start fire in in tents. Camping is my favorite thing to do in the world. Oh, you look like it, don't you? Yeah. (laughs) I like to camp at the Ritz. (laughs) So anyway... glamping. (laughs) You're right. So the Ten Commandments is what we're going to do for probably several months now. Um, We're going to look at those ancient rules with a fresh take Mm -hmm. and go all kinds of ways with that. Here we go. And hopefully it will be really, really relevant for your life and really, really truthful 
biblically. That in mind, um, before this happened, before there were the Ten Commandments, there were really no particular rules, so to speak, that were written down. Is that right? Yeah, in Judaism, but certainly in the rest of the world. Oh, my gosh, yes. We'll get to that later. So I I did something. I went through a couple of, uh, actually more than a couple, of lists of the top ten things that you can do to improve your life. All right. Oh, great. Yes. Make can't you, wait to hear this. To make you a happy person. All right. To me, a more fulfilling life. Mm-hmm. First, I kid you not. Maybe you'll completely agree with them. So forgive me if I'm offending you. But one of them was simplify. I love that. It'd be wonderful. But how do you do that? All of us want to simplify. It's it's kind of like it's just too general of a term. No, 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 no. That's a good rule. Uh, simplicity is a spiritual discipline. To simplify means instead of having four cars, go down to two. Instead of having two cell phones, go down to one or zero. Or instead of having debt, reduce your debt. Simplify. That's a good no, rule. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with that. But the point is, is that it's so general. Somebody is looking at it, going, uh, what? You know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. All right. Now, here's one that I liked. Enjoy the arts. You and I both love the arts. Went to the Cleveland Orchestra on Friday night. It was really good. And actually, this Friday, we're going to take my mother to the Cleveland Art Museum. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. So do enjoy the arts. Support the arts. Make sure you bring her home. <laughs> she, she is a relic. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> anyway, cook at home. Sure. Okay. Do you cook or does Amy? Mostly her, but I'll, okay. I'll, I'll make something called dump. It's really tasty. There's a joke in that. No, I, I am not no, chasing. You, you take sausage and then you put potatoes, hash browns, and you mix them all up. Then you throw in eggs and cheese and put them in a soft tortilla shell, and it is yum yum. It really oh, is. It, okay. It, it, no, no fat or cholesterol <laughs> in this, or starch or anything else. Okay, so I don't get this. Being mindfulness, bring mindfulness to work. What's mindfulness? I, I think it's part of yoga or something, isn't it? Do you guys know? Mind uh, To me, when you say mindfulness, think through what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, again, I'm going to apply it spiritually. When you pray, think about what you're going to pray. Uh, you know, I grew up in a tradition that we prayed the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. And we even, had, I went to parochial school, we even had races. Who could say it the fastest? Oh, really? So <laughs> to me, mindfulness is, oh, wait a minute, stop. Think about what you're praying. Just get through uh, with it. <laughs> yes. So at work, yeah, think about it. When your co-employee asks you how you are, be mindful. I'm okay. Oh, my belly hurts. Oh, anyway. Oh, I'm not defending your rule. Uh, and eventually, by May, we will get to the Ten Commandments, I promise. We still have a long way to go on this list. So. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> okay. Anyway, practice self-care. Good, good, you know, good. Take a shower once a week. Oh, come um, on. Think happy thoughts. Ha-ha. Now, that's yeah, what that really, Yeah, that doesn't really work. I mean, that's. Yeah, right. I can think of some TV preachers that would love that. Oh, one. yeah. Let's go to the Ukraine and tell those people to think happy right, thoughts. Right. Oh, look, my building's gone. <laughs> How can you be happy with that? Just move, like, out of your That's house. That's what I keep telling my neighbor. <laughs> Would you just move already? Sorry, Get off my Sorry Mike. But it does help. Just move. I had took my mom out to dinner last night. Mm-hmm. I'm still sitting in my belly. I had this. It was really good shrimp with panka breadcrumbs. What is he's always doing? <laughs> I go to a restaurant and order a cheeseburger. That's <laughs> plain, by the way. But these were. It was so heavy. 
So I needed to just move. Okay. I, I drove my mom okay. home and ended up watching a tennis match on TV, and I needed to move. If you want your belly to feel better, just move. Which, pardon me, which leads to walk, which I guess is That's a really good thing. Yeah. Take a different route to work. Yeah. That's going to make you happy? Well, it's going to keep the monotony out. That's a, not a bad idea. Reduce caffeine. Now, there, we're going to have to have a big argument about yeah, that. Yeah, no, I, no, I, I, no, I don't want to reduce caffeine. Right. Have you, uh, I, you get a nice espresso in the morning. It's, it has caffeine in it, but it's so good. And the you smell. You introduced me to espresso. Yum, yum. Yes, yes. It has to have a head on it. Though. Um, get up earlier. Now, that sounds silly, but to me, it's actually important. I mm -hmm. used to get up very early when I was in radio, like 4.30, sometimes 3.30 yes. in the morning. That was a little too early. But recently, and I've gotten, been retired, and recently I've gotten in this habit of really no, sleeping in late and then going to bed late. Well, I got up the other day early because I had to take a modem in to have it replaced. It was wonderful. Yeah. It was so peaceful, and it was just a wonderful... It, I, here's I my goal in life. R viewers and listeners, hold me to it. You hold it to me. Yeah. A friend just gave me a book to read called The 5 a.m. Club. It's, it's, it was actually very interesting. It was a little bit overly motivational speaking with touch of Buddhism and a little bit. But the whole idea is own your morning. And the the goal is I might choose 530, but get up at the exact same time every day yeah. and for an hour before you start work. Um, and I sort of Christianized it, um, divide the hour into 320s. Okay. So I, I need to do this. 530, I would get up for 20 minutes. I would exercise. Yeah. I would do my dumbbells. I would do my jumping jacks, my pushups for 20 minutes. I'd work up a sweat yeah. for 20 minutes. I'd read my Bible. Okay. And then for 20 minutes, I would journal and pray and sort of give my day to the Lord. I want to do that. That sounds and, wonderful. Yeah, it really does. I just need to get there. 5.30 for one hour. And that way, then the goal is to get up at the exact same time every day. Own your morning. Okay. We're not giving you anything about the Ten Commandments, but we're telling you all about well, how to have a happy I'm life. I'm just saying these are rules that... The, the secular world has brought up to try to make us happy. But some of them are good. Okay, I'm not, I'm not arguing. Some of them aren't, like run for office. No. Well, some <laughs> people should. And we should have more believers who run for office. Absolutely. No. I, I have a good friend. He always used to tell that to me. He said, man, you should run for office because you have a foundation, a biblical foundation, but you're not stereotypical to many born-again politicians. You should run for office. I have no inclination at all. For one thing, it'll just tear you up. People will be attacking you from left right. Anyway, drink more water. And say, there you go. You're, I thought you should drink now? more wine. Drink more water. <laughs> well, yeah. maybe it's somewhere in there. Um, weightlifting. Mm -hmm. You do your dumbbells. Yes. And the older you get... You I need know, to, because your muscle mass. I've never been exercised. These are fine tips from Fresh Take. Okay. They don't have a biblical ounce to them, <laughs> no. but they're good stuff. Take control. What does that mean? Well, it depends who you are. I mean, I do enough. So I still do enough marriage counseling where sometimes it's the husband who's just this wimpy guy and I take control, man. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. I mean, don't, don't dominate your home, but, or even at work, I guess the opposite of that is be passive. Don't be passive. Take okay. control. Okay. Never doubt yourself. Now to me, that kind of borderlines on narcissism. Yeah, that's what it does. Never doubt yourself. Be kind. Remember that song, cruel to be kind. Yeah, yeah. Who did that? I don't remember, cruel but you should be kind. Yeah. That's one of the fruit of the spirit. We're getting biblical now, folks. Smile at least 10 times a day. I'm sorry. I'm not going to sit there and go, 
that was number nine. <laughs> it just doesn't make I do. I know some TV preachers that smile oh 110 gosh, yeah, times yeah. a day. Uh, learn CPR. I like this one. Uh, learn CPR. I don't remember saying that. All right. Eat ice cream from the container rather than putting <laughs> one serving in a bowl. I like that. Okay. Unfortunately, I love ice cream, by the way. Unfortunately, I just What's your favorite ice cream? Mint chocolate chip, especially, oh, especially Breyers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you're listening to us from Seattle, you're missing out something. Yep. You. And if you're listening to us from Cincinnati, Grater's ice cream. Oh, yeah. What am I saying? Rocks. No, no, no. I, I was wrong about Breyers. Yes, it's definitely great. Yes. Yes. But to eat from the container. Chunks, huge chunks. Yeah. I, I'm a coconut fan. They have a coconut chunk that, oh, it diets to go for. Yum, um, yum. But if you eat from the container, your kids will watch you and they're going to copy you. But go ahead. Any Anything else in this tremendously biblical day of oh, only, fresh day? Well, I'm, I, I'm leading to something here. These are all great. Folks, or, he's leading to something. Well, I am. And we'll get to it in a minute. Recycle your aggression. I didn't understand that one because that means... If you're going to recycle it, do you come back and use it again? I don't understand. Yes, but when you use it again, you're green. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Release your guardians. The the Indians have released their their, guardians. They're now the guardians. The Cleveland baseball team, by the way, uh, are now the Cleveland Guardians, and they have a payroll of... They're like one of the bottom three payroll in all of baseball. Yeah. It's uh, Don't get me started on yeah. sports. I am so down on Cleveland sports right now. Whoa. Break up with a person you never really liked. Okay, this show's over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which leads to laugh, which we're doing now. Very good. Hopefully. <laughs> Let me just add a, just a modicum of... Bible in this. I'm convinced Jesus laughed at times. Oh, yeah. Um, well, you're sarcastic sometimes. Yes. Enjoy. Enjoy what? Just enjoy. Just enjoy. And that's one of the reasons I wrote it down because it's like, enjoy. Well, how do I do that? Or what do I do? Or just enjoy is way too general. Yeah. Again, I don't think I can go to Kiev and tell those people enjoy. Yes, right. Or the final one, love. I like that. But, okay. Let me ask you this. Where does love come from? I mean, do we... Build it? Are we inventing it? That's the, a great This who, could be a show about love. Because to the non-biblical world, I hate that sounds so judgmental. Yeah. I don't mean that. Love is a feeling. In a in the biblical sense, love is not. The feeling is the byproduct of of a commitment. Love God so loved the world that he gave. Mm-hmm. Um and so those of us who believe that God loved the world and gave us his son, we now have the the Holy Spirit who produces the fruit fruit of love in us and love is uh, love is every time you go to a wedding love is kind love is patient love is good Um, the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience so i like love but it ain't a feeling folks even though sometimes that's the byproduct it is the actions of commitment to seek your best right and sometimes when you're on your knees at your worst and you're as down as you can get you have to rely on the fact that there is love coming from your god even though you're you yes. do not feel it at all. That's you just totally. have to latch on to that and, and believe that it is there. And even, even if you don't feel it, he is there and yes. he does love. Come to our show on the Ten Commandments. It took us only and 17 love. minutes to introduce it. <laughs> all right. There are two different versions of it. And we really won't go too much further today because we're already running out of time. I do want to get things started. There are two different versions of the Ten Commandments, and you're going to get more involved with them. But if you want to go along with us now or maybe catch up to what we're talking about before we get to our next podcast. And what passages of scriptures are they? 
Exodus yes. 20, verses 2 through 17, and then Deut. I love that. It's Deuteronomy, but I love to call it Deut. And the Five. reason it's called Deuteronomy, you know, it's the second giving of the law. So that's oh. why it's repeated again. So it's the law again. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. Yes. I remember that. Deuteronomy 5, verses 6 through 21. So can I tell a story just sure. really quickly? Yeah. So why are those in there? Yeah. Um, so God created the human race and all of creation, and the human race, starting with Adam and Eve, completely blew it. Right. And so that which was, was created perfect fell, broken. Right. And so then God did his plan sort of to redeem and restore humanity. Right. And it began with one particular person. And God said, I'm going to start with one guy, and his name is Abraham. And through him, all of the nations of the world will be blessed. And so Abraham had a son named Isaac. Isaac had a son named Jacob. Jacob had 12 sons, and those are the 12 tribes tribes of Israel. They end up in Egypt in a hot mess. Finally, after years and years of slavery in Egypt, the Lord miraculously, you've seen the movie with Charlton Heston. Worst actor of all time, but anyway. So uh, Moses brings them out of Egypt, and before they are about to enter into their new land, Canaan, which will now be known as Israel eventually, they need some laws. And so these laws, more than just the Ten Commandments, the whole, in a sense, the book of Leviticus are those laws. And the Ten Commandments are sort of the, the sample, the supremacy of the moral law that God wants his people to live by. And so the beginning of the Ten Commandments just says this, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. Out of slavery, I am the Lord your God. And then here come the commands. So in a sense, these laws are for those people and then for the redeemed people after them, which would be also us. So that's God wanted to restore the human race. He had a nation named Israel. This is the way that the nation of Israel are meant to live. Then out of Israel would come a son named Jesus, and he would be the savior of the world, who then comes back around and takes the these 10 laws, um, not, not all 10, but several of them as an example to say, okay, it's important that you don't murder, but let's go deeper to your heart. It's important that you don't commit adultery, but let's go deeper to your lust. So that's the overview. What I always found interesting, and you learned this years ago, unfortunately, just as we always do as humans, we took the idea of the 10 commandments so much so, and picked it apart so much so that we ended up with 613 laws by the time Christ showed yes. up. Yes. I'm not but, sure we did, but they did. Yeah. Well, I'm saying we as humans. <laughs> yes. Um, I found this out. I had to double check on it. There are 613 letters in the uh, Jewish form of the uh, of the Ten Commandments, mm. supposedly. Okay. That seems like a lot to me. But anyway, that's what I read. Just thought I'd pass that along. A little okay. bit of trivia. And if that is true, check us. I could see the priests then. The reason there are 613 laws is maybe, again, don't hold me to this, maybe one law for each letter of the Ten wow. Commandments. The oh. Ten Words. That's what they called them, you know, the Ten Words. That's right. I read that. I didn't understand it, but okay. Well, and that's where we're going to wrap it up now, but we will actually get into the meat next time on our podcast. Until then, I'm Mark Penn along with Paul Sutterelli, and Thank you for watching slash listening. We'll see you. Thank you for joining us today for A Fresh Take. Your support means so much to us as we get this podcast off the ground. So if you enjoyed today's episode, would you please consider leaving a review to help us get the word out to more listeners? 
You can also subscribe to A Fresh Take right now and guarantee that you will never miss a new episode. The video version of this podcast is available on the Trinity Menor YouTube channel or by visiting trinitymenor.com slash learn and grow, where you can also catch up on past episodes of Pastor Paul's video series, Take 5, or read back through his blog, To The Point. A Fresh Take is hosted by Mark Pennell alongside Pastor Paul Sardarelli and is a ministry of Trinity Church in Menor, Ohio. Our musical selections are provided courtesy of Michael Burrett from the Eastman School of Music. Visit trinitymenor.com for more information about Trinity and its ministries. Thank you for listening today. We'll see you next time.